0: welcome to electric i am your host ariana sarah this is a weekly lifestyle podcast i encourage you guys to live your electric lives i still need to settle on a phrase i'm gonna say this every week (laughs) if you're new here um welcome so happy to have you today's episode is near and dear to my heart and i kind of want to do more of these honestly um i'm just i'm I'm so freaking excited right now (laughs) so today's episode is all about that euphoria finale because we need to get into it we need to talk about it it's not gonna go on for longer than it needs to i am gonna sit here and do my nails while i talk about this and i hope you guys enjoy so let's just hop right in like you know this is a bonus episode we don't need to get into all the theatrics of a regular weekly episode um if you do watch euphoria i love you (laughs) um that show is just so damn good it is so damn good um earlier this season when i was just like randomly talking it's kind of crazy to think like that was what seven weeks ago now that i had posted that episode um that we i just you know sat and was doing my makeup and was talking about the premiere and now here we are talking about this finale and i just am like where the hell did my life go but also like you know dramatic much right it's just kind of crazy to like think about it because I really can't believe I was actually talking about the show on my podcast. Like, um, I say that because, you know, the show had premiered, um, in 2019. And so to just think, you know, I didn't start my podcast until, um, I started my podcast in March, 2020. And it is just like, I don't know. It's just like kind of crazy that, you know, like I feel like if I had had my podcast around that time, I probably would have had. I honestly am kind of playing around with the idea of having a Euphoria podcast because the show is just so damn good. There's just so much to break down besides just how great of a pop culture moment it is. Um, just like the the cinematography and the music and all of that, and we're definitely jumping into that this episode because, you know, I just I'm I am a fan, <laughs> obviously I am a fan. So this is like an unofficial bonus episode. Um, it's a bonus episode for unofficial fan Euphoria fan podcast, basically. So let let's begin. So let me start off by saying that season two, first of all, season two went by way too fast, like, way too fast, that's why I'm like, what, I was literally just talking about the premiere, and now, I'm sitting here talking about the finale, like, I just don't even understand what's going on right now, um, season two went by way too fast, um, to, from my understanding, because I've read literally everything about Euphoria, um, from my understanding, this entire season was rewritten, so, I'm going through season two like damn what the fuck was gonna happen originally you know what I mean like I'm so interested in that like I really want to know what was going to happen um and just the fact that like I couldn't I can't believe they really couldn't film you know they didn't film because of COVID and then finally I guess they just did Cause if you watch like the inside the episodes or watch, um, Zendaya's like Instagram stories, cause she posts behind the scenes every single week, um, they're all in masks. So it's like, they must've figured it out, you know, probably when like everything kind of started opening back up. Um, and you know, she filmed Malcolm and Marie, uh, during COVID too. So I'm not sure what was going on, obviously with like, um, euphoria And then to hear that Barbie um, and Sam just like don't get along, which probably had to go probably played into why Kat didn't get a lot of like time this season. And that kind of pissed me off because I feel like you made me sit through um, season one with her being so I'm listen, I'm not trying to be like super judgy. I really only share this opinion with my friends, but like her doing like what she was doing, like the cam stuff, that's fine. But, like, the hooking up with, like, random men, like, like, it was just, like, a lot for me. I was, like, okay. <laughs> her, between her and Cassie, it was just, like, okay, oh, my God, like, like, I don't know. But, it's, like, even though I was, like, oh, my God, this is so much, I wanted more. <laughs> like, I wanted more. I wanted to be, like, girl, who, who else are you gonna give a blowjob too in the mall parking lot was the mall parking lot wasn't it I don't remember now but um but basically like I just feel like I'm like damn y'all really just didn't and then like the only time you're really gonna give her is her breaking up with Ethan in the most shittiest way ever like come on we could do better for my girl cat we really could but we did not so there's that but let's start off with like the beginning of the episode so we see Fezco getting ready to go to this play and you know I wasn't everybody was like rooting for Fez and Lexi I was like yeah I mean I guess they're cute but then it's like the more they kind of played with them talking on the phone all the time and shit it's like damn this is actually really cute and then that little stand by me moment like oh my bro that was so cute like I couldn't I I was like ah. so um I think what I'm noticing with euphoria is like there's just too many like it's obviously this is how life works like there's a lot of people right there's a lot of people that come into play in lives right six degrees of separation shit like that but like it's like with tv shows you almost can't have that many like main characters because then like everything just gets jumbled up that's why there's people who don't get enough screen time or um they're like yeah no we're not focusing on your plot line and that's why my girl cat you know got got pushed to the side so it's like it's i feel like they could have handled it a lot better um or at least like if you're not gonna make it more hours like oh sorry more hours if you're not gonna make it a longer show um because it's already like yeah they're borderline like 50 minutes 50 to 50 minutes to an hour um give us more episodes like i'm tired of hbo doing this shit to us like get some of my nerves honestly it really really does like i was like eight episodes what the hell am i supposed to do with that what the fuck am I supposed to do with that like oh my god I used to get so mad every time with Insecure because I'd be like it's over already it's over already and they'll give us like that one wasted episode you know what I'm talking about so that's kind of like what this season of Euphoria felt like it honestly all just felt all like a waste because they like bring shit up and then like never go back to it and it's like that's literally not how life goes like <laughs> because um let's talk about the fact that Rue still owes that lady ten thousand dollars so uh we're gonna get back to that but yeah so you know Fez getting ready to go to the show because him and Lexi are so cute um I love just like how real and authentic every interaction in the show feels so with this dude sitting there being weird and ashtrays like nah bro you know he giving mad weird vibes and shit like that i ain't think i ain't think that man i didn't boy (laughs) i didn't think he was gonna stab him right in the throat like holy shit can we talk about that like it's like but it's like so crazy because um you know normally in shows they'll kind of try and like Uh, lead up to it with like really really tense music but like the music was so like subtle and then it was just like man's getting stabbed in the throat and it was like oh fuck and like and Fez even tried to stop him because he could see it in his eyes which is like crazy you know it's crazy that like these brothers have that like connection like that it's so crazy and so um you know now this man is dead right and it's just like the storytelling between like the fact that this damn that damn play was still going on by the way like the play is going on still and then this is what Fez is going through it's really 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 crazy and I think the show does such a good job of um almost like freezing in time you know it could get a little slow um but it it really really helps to tell the story so you know the fact that like it was like okay You know, all last episode, it's like, okay, where the fuck is Fez at? Like, where is he? And it's frozen in time. Also, it feels like Lexi's play was going on for 40 million years. Jesus Christ. I was like, oh my God, is playing over yet? Like, girl. (laughs) She was real life telling their whole life story. I could not. Anyways, so yeah i think the show does a really good job at like freezing in time and i feel like that that has to be intentional because in a way it makes you think or in in that sense um sam does a really good job at showing like how like life is going on while someone else's life is going on does that make sense um you know it's like how i'm sitting here right now right talking about this shit and then like zendaya's is literally probably just chilling somewhere. like you know what I mean like but the show just just does such a great job of like doing that. That was a terrible example but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so whew, excuse me So I thought that was really really nice. I'm always just so in awe of like the writing and just like how the scenes are, are structured um, how the show is edited together. And it's just, I'm just a huge fan of that. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Because um, I just, like, grew up with that. With my dad, like, noticing things like that. And cuts and continuity and stuff like that. It's just, like, it's so interesting to me. So I really love that. Um, <laughs> Faye just doesn't... <laughs> is really funny i like her she's really really funny and it's like she couldn't even i guess be upset that like her boyfriend was dead i'm i am proud of that i am really happy that it they didn't make it to where she was like freaking out like oh my god my boyfriend didn't know because you know sometimes like in shows like that that's like what happens with those women they'll like start freaking out and everything but like it's like honestly low-key low-key high-key i think she wanted him gone um especially after when you know he came it was like yeah i'm gonna rat them out whatever and i think she's just grown a liking to fez and Ashtray, and you know so she just was like i don't gonna fuck that motherfucking dead i don't fucking care so love that for her love that for her um the main point really of the entire episode was really uh Lexi's play still like I like how you know we have Lexi's play but we're also still dealing with Rue trying to get clean um mainly because the play was pretty much if you really think about it um it was just a love letter to Rue and in the behind the scenes episode the inside the episode I love watching that um, they had said that you know Lexi's play played a huge part in you know, like it helped Rue to see herself through someone else's eyes, like it helped her to see herself through someone else's eyes, and it also had her face herself. Um, you know, so here we are reflecting on this. Here we are reflecting, you know, on this life that she had before she, before the drugs and everything with Lexi. And, you know, I think Lexi just was basically, like, saying, like, dog, I miss you, <laughs> you know? I miss you, you're the only person who really understood me. And then also on top of that, this is my life, this is me living in my sister's shadow. Um, you know, all of that. Um, I personally loved, I love a good drag, so... Lexi literally dragging everyone and surprisingly I feel like it is interesting that um everyone was sitting through it like you know I would have honestly I guess like Maddie's like okay whatever um Maddie and Kat you know they just sat there they had no issue they like realized the plague you know was about them but then they were like okay cool let's see what happens but like Cassie lost her goddamn mind so, <laughs> which is just like really, really funny to me. I can't believe she did that, but also, like, oh, it makes for great television, you know. So, I thought that was just so good, that was so amazing. And the acting, the acting, oh my god, the acting is oh, impeccable. You get like emmy awards for everyone if no one else gets an emmy i know zendaya better get that motherfucker emmy i'm gonna tell you that much but everyone else in the show needs an emmy like i just think the show all around needs to win like all the emmys because um knowing that the show is basically coming from um sam levinson's um life is just like come on dog like yeah you need you need awards for that now You know, there's obviously, like, some problems with, like, the show. Um, with, like... Like, you know, knowing that it's a female-led cast. Like, you know, it could get a little intense and everything. And, um, I know he's been, like... I wouldn't say deemed as problematic, but low-key. But it seems like he fixes that pretty immediately. So, you know, I think... I still, like, basically I'm saying I still think we should, like... Um... He should still get the recognition, basically is what I'm saying so so yeah, but <laughs> but I just I'm sorry, I'm just like literally losing my mind, just thinking back to how the the episode was just like structured and and filming it, and knowing that the whole season was filmed on film is like it just adds this like authentic factor to it, I guess, like it's just so. Real and raw and authentic, and I just I'm in awe of the show. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life for the next two years, I say that all the time, but uh, well, no, not really. Like, because usually, like, a show on HBO you know comes back in like a year, but Zendaya's booked and busy, honey, so we have to wait, <laughs> unfortunately. But I think once again it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it i'm just so happy that the show became what it became this year um because you know from it not being on since 2019 and i don't know i'm having fun with the memes honestly (laughs) i'm having so much fun with the memes but anyways but, but lexi's play right um i'm proud of her i really am proud of her and you know what's crazy is since the season started um because i knew it was gonna deal with like Rue's addiction and everything i had been saying from the very beginning like um which i don't know how i even like thought this but pretty much from the very beginning i knew that um someone was gonna have to pay for their consequences like i don't know why i just like had that feeling um I think by like episode two or three, I was like, yeah, something's going to happen this season. I don't know what's going to happen, but someone is going to have to pay for their consequences. And as the as the season went on and, you know, we get um, it was all like, um, what's the word? I guess it's methodical. I guess the word it was there was, you know, pieces happening. OK, right. So you have Rue slipping back. You know to rock bottom or she's getting to rock bottom one of my favorite things they said in one of the inside the episodes was how um you know rue had to get to rock bottom and i'm pretty sure they said it in the episode i can't remember now but you know she had to get to rock bottom the very very you know shitty terrible rock bottom so she can rise from the ashes like and that is true that's true if you think about it like when i heard that i thought about how that actually is for that applies in some kind of way to pretty much like every character that we've been forced to pay attention to that has like you know a major plot line so um you know for example like maddie has to lose her best friend like she doesn't know what's happening behind her back but she had to lose her best friend cassie had to lose her goddamn mind um because she wants to be loved so damn badly that's like her rock bottom is like she will do anything at any like it at the cost of anything or whatever just to show or be proven to herself that she's loved right um nate his like you know pretty much like rock bottom is like his family being torn apart but he also kind of like doesn't give a fuck but he's also like you're gonna fucking pay dad right and obviously we know rue's rock bottom Um, and that's pretty much the only people we really, what, had to, like, pay attention to this. Oh, and then Fez, um, you know, still dealing with what happened in season one, um, with killing this dude. And so, you know, I think, I I feel like I just knew by, like, episode three that, that someone was gonna have to pay for their, like, pay for their, you know, like, consequences were going to be handed out and it's just like it's just been fun to try and figure out like who you know who was it gonna be um and I think in a way oh and then Lexi like Lexi's rock bottom was pretty much like just her rock bottom honestly played out in this finale because she's sitting there being embarrassed you know so badly I I felt so bad for her She's being embarrassed, being yelled at by her sister and everything. And, you know, she, I was proud of her because she wasn't really trying to keep the peace. She just wanted it to stop. Right. And it's also like, it was happening in her face, the very thing that she was like, worried about happening. But then at the end of the day, she still didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So, but to me, in a way, I guess that's kind of like her rock bottom because it was like, you know, this was at the cost of losing her sister but also she's like nah this is what I wanted to do um and I said what I said like (laughs) that was literally Lexi I said what I said and she's like let's go put that play back on and that's what the fuck they did right um and then like going back through um the loss of her and Rue's relationship that was more so I feel like now I'm kind of just saying like rock bottom or trying to place it on everyone. I don't really I feel like Lexi did have that, but not entirely. But I would imagine that having to revisit losing your best friend and your dad um you know it brings you to a dark place. So you know I think everyone just like went to really dark places this season. Um but Rue's the one who hit rock bottom, right? Because she's a drug addict. And It's just like... It's just so... To me, it felt like... Everyone... You know, like how life is. Again, like everyone's going through their own shit. But it's crazy because... You don't realize it. But you're pretty much like... Going through the same shit at the same time. And... It might be because they're teenagers. Maybe. But... Also like... It's because they're human. And um actually I just saw a tweet that's really funny I just saw a tweet that was like life is a song and we are all just the remixes and I'm like what the fuck Like, (laughs) I love that like that's so that's that like that's literally what the show feels like like they're all going through some deep shit but like some people's shit is deeper than others like Ru being a drug addict you know so um yeah like i just i'm i'm impressed i'm just so impressed with lexi so that was really funny um nate breaking up with cassie all together is like dog get out of here like so if you (laughs) are like me (laughs) you hate his guts like i i fucking hate nate so much like, I was hoping... Like, when I started having a theory that someone was going to die... Because I thought Rue was going to die. Um... I was like, I hope it's Nate. Because I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. He's manipul- you know, manipulative. And he's just overall just... Ugh, like, ugh. Like, he's, like, the reason why I hate men. Is what it feels like. Like, he... Like, Nate is the epitome of why I hate men. Like, oh, ugh, ugh. Oh my god, I hate him so much. And I just, like, personally didn't understand the whole like Cassie and Nate storyline but then when they kind of like explained it I was like oh okay I guess like you know it was just something to like have happen I guess um you know it makes for good television like I have to remember like it's a show about high school kids so like that's exactly the kind of messy shit that would like happen you know like he we couldn't I feel like it couldn't keep going with the whole like Maddie and Nate thing because that was all of season one and then like it went as far as to like you know her still acting like crazy as shit after he like choked her like but what's what was genius though um about what's genius about the show and what's genius about season two is the fact that like he she's you know he still had her in his orbit but then somehow got another girl like that happened to be her best friend in his orbit too and like you just see how he makes them go crazy because like excuse me that's something that we don't talk about enough is like um you know men are always like oh women are crazy you know this time the other and it's like no you literally make that that certain woman crazy because you're because of your actions because of what you are what you're fucking doing but they're not gonna see it that way and he definitely ain't gonna see it that way but it's just like crazy to kind of see the side by side of like maddie season one and then cassie season two and how this i mean he's attractive but like mm, he's not like like him as a character i don't see i don't see it him as the actor i mean i feel like i would go crazy for jacob aluri that's just me but (laughs) like I mean, it's six foot five, like, <laughs> okay, but, anyways, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, I think, like, this just the, um, what's the word, the contrast, I guess, of just the two of them is really just, it's really good. I'm sorry, I'm just doing nothing but singing praises for this show. Um, it does have major plot, like, holes, in my opinion like i mentioned earlier um rue does still owe this woman ten thousand dollars and um i'm curious to see how that's gonna go because if she's talking about oh i stayed clean the rest of the school year first of all i liked how they wrapped up season two because it did feel like uh it, it felt very much like kind of an ending but not an ending um but i am curious to see like what the fuck's gonna happen because like there's no way this really super bad lady just like is out of Ruth's life poof you know whatever no no like not to be corny or nothing but she will rue the day <laughs> she will ruin the day because ain't no motherfucking way this bitch just like i'm clean as if like she don't owe this bad lady ten thousand motherfucking dollars, which what? <laughs> ain't no fucking way, ain't no fucking way. And also very happy that Jules had like one line the entire episode. I low key like have not liked Jules at all. Um, I'm finally not a Jules hater anymore, but you know really like if I'm being honest, like what is gonna like what's her storyline? If we really think about it, like she was a little fast girl in season one, and then season two, she's like in love and shit, and then it's like I don't know, I don't really know. I don't I don't know what I want from Jules, but I'm okay with not having a lot from her. You feel me? I'm okay with not having a lot from her. So <laughs> that's just me. Maybe I am still I'm not a Jules hater. Let me stop. I'm not I'm not still a Jules hater. Like I'm cool with her now, but also like she kind of get on my damn nerves. So. It's just like, eh, you know, so what we really need to talk about, which I feel like I'm not as sad as everyone else, which is really bad, um, is that whole shootout scene. The whole shootout scene was wild as fuck. It was great, but I was anxious the entire time because I was like, what's about to happen? What is about to happen? So I really think that, um, you know, so, Okay. Between the shootout scene and Cal with Nate, I'm tired of Nate threatening everybody with that damn gun and not doing nothing. Um, that right there is exactly what I was talking about. This is like this is characters that you honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I didn't expect well, I did expect Cal to pay for his consequences. Or what am I saying? I did expect Cal to receive consequences for his actions. That's what I'm trying to say. Um Because if you think about it in, like, one of the episodes, it got so tense when he was, like, driving drunk, for example, right? So I'm thinking to myself, this is, it's about to happen. This is what's going to happen. He's, like, there have been scenes with a couple of characters that I kind of, you know, um, theorized were going to die. You know, it's... there been, they've kind of set it up to make you think like, oh shit, they're going to fucking die. And they don't like with Rue over, like almost overdosing in the first fucking episode or when she got to rock bottom and it was like, dude, this girl's really about to die. And then she didn't. And then Cal driving drunk, we all around fucking town. I thought he was going to die then too. um But I literally, it was between like Rue and Cal for me. Of who was going to, like, pay... Who was going to, like, receive consequences for their actions. And so to see Cal getting arrested by the hands of Nate, honestly, that was shocking to me. But, um, I knew it was going to happen. I was like, yeah, he, you know... So my best friend thinks that he didn't have to go to jail. Because she was like, well, Jules, like, said she was 22. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but he was you know hooking up with hookers that's like illegal (laughs) that's like illegal but I think that Nate since he showed that USB I think that he um showed them like what was up. but because I thought it was kind of weird he didn't give them the USB so he must have just like shown them but like why wouldn't you give it to them like that was a little confusing for me but I was just happy to see Cal go down because I don't like him so <laughs> i don't like him um but with the shootout scene Ashray should have just fucking listened but he didn't want to and now it's dumb in my opinion because like <coughs> excuse me it's dumb because like i get where he was coming from like you don't want your brother to go down for some shit that you did i get that but like doing what you did <laughs> was even worse and now you just don't get to see your brother anymore like at all because you're fucking dead like that shit was so wild to me like it was such a good scene um you know everything that happens and it's just it 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 spoke to um what it's like to be loyal I feel like like super loyal to the cause you know and I feel bad for Fezco, like, I really feel bad, because, like, you shouldn't have to sit there and watch, you know, somebody you super, like, you really, 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 really care about would do anything for, you shouldn't have had to watch them die, and, I mean, I feel like the shootout, okay, like, him, you know, shooting, whatever, okay, that was cool, then, when he fucking took that man out, I said, yeah, bro, bro is dead, (laughs) because at that point, at this point, when all that was happening, um a couple episodes ago, I think I had like theorized. I was like, either Fez or Ashtray is gonna die. And I said to myself, I said, but they're not gonna kill Ashtray. He's a kid. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck because you can't see Ashtray as a kid. You have to see Ashtray as like, I don't know what you're supposed to see him as, but you definitely are not supposed to see him as a kid. But you know, it's funny because Fez kept yelling that he's just a kid. He's just a kid he's just a kid, you know, whatever, don't shoot, it's a kid, it's a kid, it's a kid, but, like, he was a threat, he was a fucking threat, and that's all that was at the end of the fucking day, and it's just, like, so wild, so, like, everybody's really sad, everybody's, like, I'm rolling up to HBO, like, how could you, and it's, like, but he made a choice, and, unfortunately, you know, he had to, he, his actions, (laughs) require what consequences okay so unfortunately the consequences are you had to die so you know it's, it's, it's really crazy and I, I feel like I I just don't know what other way I would have had that scene go because um I I knew it wasn't gonna go to well first of all, it couldn't have gone to like It couldn't have gone in the direction of, like, Fez jumping in front of him. You know, taking a bullet for him or whatever. Because he already got shot. That man couldn't move. (laughs) So, you know, it could have been some type of, like, heroic shit. But it wasn't going to be. And it's just, like, it's very, um, the phrase, um, it, it was very meet your maker type, type shit. You know? So, I really, really do think, like, it was just, like, okay, damn. You didn't have to go for the hit. But, you know you could have just taken him out literally not well sorry wait not taking him out like you could have not shot him i get it he shot an officer but you could have not shot him and you could have just taken him and taken his entire just like like freedom away instead of just his whole ass life you know um, that's the only thing i would have really done differently about that but i ain't the writer of euphoria so <laughs> I ain't the writer euphoria. And um, my favorite meme, by the way, just thinking about that, um, was Elliot singing. And somebody was like, we really didn't need Elliot singing for 27 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. I just feel like that could have been like put somewhere else, but whatever. Like, that time could have been used for somewhere else. But, but, yeah. I don't know why I skipped ahead when I really... Honestly, came on here really talk about the fact that Maddie beat Cassie's ass, but she could have beat her ass a lot better than that. When she hit that motherfucking brick wall, bro, I <laughs> screamed. <That's> <laughs> I fucking screamed. I cannot. Like, I'm enjoying rewatching it like over and over again. Like, I don't do violence, but also like. If someone fucking deserves that shit, again, suffering the consequences for your actions. um, Yeah, bitch, you deserve that brick wall to your damn face. So, there you go. But, yeah, I mean, I think that it's just so much fun to dissect dissect these shows, these episodes. And that's, like, how I feel. I just feel like this is what was supposed to happen. And I've just never felt i don't think i've ever felt so satisfied with like a season finale before um because you know usually we have to prepare ourselves to be like satisfied with like a series finale um because honestly Insecure's series finale did turn out really well it turned out better than i thought it would um and that that doesn't happen a lot and you don't get season finales that wrap up like euphoria did in a way because i feel like it wrapped up for the most part um and I'm just so excited to see like what happens with season three um I will say I'm sure no one who doesn't watch the show is listening to this but maybe you are um but the show is very triggering it's very triggering especially like um well no it's triggering even though I don't really I don't go through anything that goes on in that show um but it's a it's not that hard of a watch it's a really really good watch in my opinion um and i just don't think i will stop watching it i think that i definitely i think i definitely recommend the show personally um i would give the show i would give the show okay so from like a nerd standpoint for cinematography writing and all that 10 out of 10 would recommend beautiful amazing um in terms of like recommending it to someone to watch, uh I'll probably give it a seven because it's like it really 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 depends on who you are as a person. Um if you're sensitive to things you know I am but it's like (laughs) I don't know why I'm able to like handle it. I guess because it's not like too too deep. It's not too too dramatic but but like this season it really got down there and since i made it through i'm i'm good (laughs) i'm making it out on the other side you know so um so yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything i missed i'm pretty sure i got through the entire episode uh yeah i touched on pretty much everything um that happened in the entire episode because it's pretty much it those are like the major points that's that's the thing those are the things that we needed to discuss. Those are the only things being discussed. and um, thanks for thanks for listening to me chat on and on and on about this. I love how I said, "Oh, I'm not going to be long with this," and then we're clocking in at practically 40 minutes. <laughs> there's just a lot there's a lot to go into, and I would absolutely love to share my opinions. More on euphoria, so I will be back again if you guys enjoy this episode, you best believe there's gonna be an unofficial euphoria podcast. we're gonna go back through season one and I'm gonna be as happy as a pig and crap about it. um if you didn't enjoy this episode, I'm so sorry we'll be back to regular content next week um like it's so crazy too because my season two is almost done and i just i can't believe it like (laughs) i can't believe um i'm gonna be having a season three this year so that's pretty exciting i won't make you guys wait like euphoria is i know you'd be so sad you'd be so sad (laughs) so i will see you guys next week thank you so much for listening um what else i'm trying to think of like what else don't forget to follow me on instagram i still don't know how to say my instagram name but it's my name backwards sarah <laughs> so it's a-n-a-i-r-a sarah um you can also follow me on my other instagram CloSari, and i will chat with you guys next week bye